Hey everybody, welcome to another Tiburon News podcast. I'm Adam Sharkey, and as always, I'm very grateful to all of you that are out there listening as we develop this project. Our goal, as always, is basically to provide an intellectual sideline to the mainstream media discussion that's often crowded with sensationalism and speculation, and we hope to cover a variety of different topics that are of interest to us and to our readers and to our viewers and to our listeners. This project is made possible in a variety of ways. Uh, We don't have any sponsors or anything like that yet, but obviously Facebook and WordPress have been hugely helpful to me as I get this project off the ground. Audacity is a miraculous program that I use to edit the audio, and I'm getting better with it every day, learning how to boost the audio quality so that you get to listen to more than just my crass voice. You get to hear a, a nice quality audio as I'm hoping to be able to edit this one better this time around. And what we hope to do is turn this into a product, into a mission, into a vision that promotes intellectual discussion on our page, on our website, and also in the world abroad as we bring more and more people into this. As always, the most helpful things that we really, really appreciate that you guys do is give us a like, give us a comment, give us a share. Uh, check out tbronnews.com and also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tbronnews and Twitter at twitter.com slash tbronnewsnow or at tbronnewsnow. As far as our discussion today, what I want to talk about, this is actually going to be the first in a series. I'm hoping to do a series on what exactly is terrorism. Terrorism is something that many of us that are under 30 have lived with in a certain sense, whether directly or indirectly, for almost our entire lives. Terrorism is something that is not easily defined. And even here at Tiburon News, the few people that we are, we struggle to define at times what exactly constitutes terrorism in a vacuum. We struggle to come to terms with what exactly can take an attack from the threshold to violent attack to terrorism on a case-by-case basis. That's not always clear. And so In the first part of this series, I want to talk about a discussion that we had behind the scenes while developing this series. I want to talk about what terrorism means to me and contextually what I think it's representing. And as we go throughout this series, we're going to provide some of the history of why terrorism seems so inextricably linked with the Islamic world in some ways and what exactly is happening as far as terrorism And as far as how the Islamic world is responding to terrorism, uh, we're going to go through a lot of that. But first, I want to talk about what it means to me. So terrorism to me has always been a violent attack that has some mission of being picked up by the media. So a violent attack is to me when a robber breaks into a home and stabs or shoots somebody in the home and takes goods from them or robs them of some personal effects and makes off without a trace. To me, that is indisputably a non-terroristic violent attack, irrespective of whether the assailant is an African-American, a Latino, a Palestinian on an, on an Israeli settlement, although that actually straddles the line. Uh, generally, attacks like that are not terroristic. So what takes something to the threshold of terrorism? Terrorism is generally defined to me as when something is done specifically to attract media attention to a cause, to a person, or to a group of people. Whether that group of people is a group of jihadists, whether it is a group of Christian fundamentalists, which we have also seen in our history, whether it is a group of Buddhist fundamentalists like we have in Southeast Asia, specifically Burma or Myanmar, depending on who you ask. 
you have tons of examples of terrorism in the world. So what makes an attack terroristic? Obviously, the news reporting on a crime wouldn't make it terrorism. That's too broad of a threshold. So terrorism is when you do something like car bombing a market, when you do something like putting a pressure cooker in a, a dumpster in a highly trafficked area, and you do so with the intent of causing alarm, when you do so with the intent of causing people to back down from a certain belief system or a certain behavior, different things like that. A perfect example of what to me is indisputably terrorism is currently ISIS in order to police its very strict interpretation of the modesty that women must obey in their dress. They have a device that is essentially a claw that if they see a woman walking down the street with any skin exposed that she's not supposed to have exposed, they will actually take that woman and claw her flesh off. That to me is, is a type of terrorism because obviously your intent with that action is to induce fear into a population rather than just to a specific group of people. Where the line gets blurry is with some of the attacks that we have seen recently. It was difficult for really anybody to define initially whether the attacks in San Bernardino were workplace violence or terrorism. Now, why is that? Because the guy worked there. Was this just a guy who worked there and had a dispute with coworkers and lashed out? Or was this an example of a radicalized terrorist? And in the early hours after that attack, that was not immediately clear. We know now, obviously, with the benefit of hindsight, that this person had married somebody from another country that was approved, perhaps hastily, on a visa that he had traveled to the Middle East and since then had had a variety of different types of contact with Islamic extremism and Islamic extremist materials. And so we know all of that in hindsight. But in the days after an attack like the Manhattan bombing, it can be difficult really to determine, was this terrorism or was this an attack? Was this violence or was this terrorism? So the lens that I typically use is when someone perpetrates a violent attack, is the intent for someone to be afraid other than the people who were attacked or the people in the immediate area? Or is it simply an incidence of violence? The shootings that happen in Chicago every day. Chicago is one of the most violent cities in, in the United States in terms of gun violence. And that's in terms of murders per capita, in terms of shootings per capita, and a variety of other factors. But most of the shootings that occur in Chicago would not be categorized as terrorism, even though people who are living in the very poor parts of Chicago are being terrorized. And in a certain sense, in a local context, it is a type of terrorism because you are keeping people confined to their homes. You are discouraging parents from sending their children to school. You're making people fear for their lives if they act against the influences of gangs or other groups that take over the streets. So in a local context, you could consider those things terrorism. But what does that do? In my view, the word terrorism ceases to be a useful characterization when it's defined too broadly. If any attack that makes anyone afraid of anything is defined as terrorism, then anti-terrorism units would essentially be anti-everything. So that's a slippery slope. When you simply view something that's violent or that induces any type of fear as terrorism by default, you, you make it not useful to define something as terrorism. On the other side of it, you have people that accuse others of defining terrorism as any attack perpetrated by a Muslim. And that's not a useful characterization either, because some of the attackers that we have seen who may or may not be acting 
in solidarity with any terror groups, whether Islamic or not. Many of them are not Muslims, and many of them are terrorists. There's there's a debate over whether the Oklahoma City bomber was a terrorist. People talk about that all the time. And, and for the purposes of this discussion, I won't necessarily take a side on that. But it's a useful question to ask. When someone attacks the United States randomly in places like New York, in places like a 5K run where a woman would be in the company of men that are not a male relative or her husband and immodestly dressed, when somebody goes into a mall that exercises usurious practices like charging interest on clothes and asks the people who they're attacking if they're Muslims before they stab, that's indisputably over the line of what is terrorism. And so with that in mind, with that definition in mind, I hope that provides a good amount of context for this terrorism discussion that I hope to have over the next few weeks. We're also going to be doing another series on the economy and trade. We're hoping to get at least one episode of that out before the presidential debates that's happening next Monday, September 26th. Make sure to set your alarm clock, set your calendars, do whatever you have to do. That's going to be a really historic debate where you have the first time where the first female nominee of a major party, who is also the wife of a former president, debating against somebody who previously was not a politician, the first time we have anybody really like Donald Trump running as the uh, front runner for the Republican Party. It's really going to be an interesting debate. There's been a lot of interesting things happening in the news, questions about Hillary Clinton's health, questions about what's going on with Donald Trump's campaign and the new campaign manager. And a lot of those things are really going to come to a head on the night of the first debate. So we encourage you to check that out. We're going to provide some commentary as it's happening and also after it happens. So stay tuned for that. Hope you enjoyed this podcast as well as many others that are coming. We appreciate you as always. Once again, hope to have you back to listen to all of our podcasts. If you need any assistance setting us up on any podcasting apps, feel free to reach out so that you don't miss any episodes. You can check out our YouTube channel. You can check out our Facebook page. And we hope to hear from you soon. Once again, Adam Sharkey from Tiburon News. I hope you have a great one.